You're listening to Hymns Illustrated, where hymns are explored, appreciated, and illustrated through stories, testimonies, and edifying conversation. I'm your host and fellow hymn fan, Kristen Eifeldano. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Hymns Illustrated podcast, soon to be rebranded, retitled as a hymn for that. And consider this a a preview and a heads up that that is coming. So the next time you see this podcast in your podcast feed, the cover art will look a little different. It will still have the green and yellow in it, uh, but um, I enjoyed designing that. So uh, there is a an illustration of a person who kind of looks like me uh, putting her head behind a hymnal and, um, and smiling at you and uh, letting you know that there is a hymn for that. So the cover art will change soon. So be prepared for that. The title will change as well. And this episode, I'm still calling it Hymns Illustrated for now. This will tell you a little bit why I'm doing this. And then I have an example. So a little sample of what is to come. But first, I want to share with you that I am doing a giveaway. And if you are on my newsletter or following following me on social media, then you know about this giveaway already. Hopefully, it has been running for about a week and a half, and it ends this Friday, July 14th. But I'm giving away a beautiful copy of the Psalms. And it's the ESV version with photography. And it's a coffee table book. It's just a gorgeous edition. And all you need to do to enter this giveaway is share a favorite hymn and why it's your favorite. I've really been enjoying the entries I've received so far. Um, I will read one of those to you now. This is from Michael. He writes, this was the very first hymn I can remember that had an impact on my soul. We sang it at my grandmother's funeral when I was in the third grade. And I couldn't think of anything more beautiful, more fitting, more rapturous being sung in that little church. From that point on, music in the church has been my passion. More pointedly, music that exalts our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that is one of several different testimonies of those who have entered. It's not, I I don't have hundreds of entries, by the way. I have under 50. So, I'm sharing that with you because that means your chance of winning this book is higher than you might think. Fun fact, I once won a laptop and another time I won an iPad. This was several years ago. And um, just because I was one of a few people who entered. So all that to say, your chances of winning are pretty high right now. So I hope you will go ahead and share your hymn testimony there by hymns, going to hymnsillustrated.com slash giveaway hyphen psalms. If that's too much to remember, just check the show notes here. And uh, let's go on to the rest of the episode. Is there a hymn for preparing a meal? 
Yes, there's a hymn for that. How about when you hold a baby? Is there a hymn for that? Absolutely. What about when you do laundry? Or when you're waiting for medical test results? Or when you fly on an airplane? Yes, there are hymns for all of these occasions. And that is something I've been doing over on the blog at hymnsillustrated.com. I've been calling them everyday hymns. But really, these are the inspiration for the new title of this podcast called Hymn for That. And the idea behind that is to help you realize that biblical principles, the Bible applies to every single part of life, even the mundane from all the way up to the exciting. There are biblical principles for everything to help us look at the world around us through a biblical lens, and hymns help us do that. Hymns help us remember scripture to do that. I know that that is a mouthful, but that is not a new idea to me. It's not original here. It is something that God teaches us in the Bible. Colossians 3.16, which you've heard me quote many times, uh, reminds us that hymns are for edifying each other. They are for our sanctification. They are for our spiritual growth. And then we have the long example of even, you know, Psalms. Uh, Several Psalms were written for specific purposes. They were hymns for that. Um, the The Psalms of Ascent, Uh, were written for those going up the road to Jerusalem for their their pilgrim festivals and their feast. And then uh, you even have examples of hymn writers like John Newton, who was a pastor in Olney, England, who used hymns to help his congregation remember his sermons. And Amazing Grace, even though we're familiar with his backstory— as the story to that hymn, that hymn is his testimony of salvation. But he wrote it not directly after he was saved. He wrote it years later when he was a pastor and he was preaching on, I believe, 1 Chronicles 17, and he wanted his church family to remember that truth through the week. His church were mostly lace makers only England was known for making beautiful lace, and they would work all day um, at their spindles. And I hope I'm correct in saying spindles, but they would be making their lace and chanting hymns together to help them remember the sermons. Those hymns were written by John Newton and his friend, William Cooper, who was also part of the church and a hymn writer that you may know, probably my favorite hymn writer. So yes, Hymn, there's always a hymn for that. And the practice of using hymns to help cement biblical truth is a long-standing practice. And that is the inspiration behind this podcast rebrand. And today I'm going to talk about a hymn for midsummer, because that's where we are. We're in midsummer, and there is a hymn for that. Now June 21st was the official start date of summer, and that was only three weeks ago. And the official start date of fall is not until September 22nd. So by official math, we are not in the middle of summer. However, 
doesn't it feel like the middle of summer? And I'm guessing for you, um, it could be because school let out quite a while ago and school is coming soon. Uh, For me, we had a family beach vacation at the beginning of May, and that seemed to kick off summer for me. I was in the sun and uh, that did it. And it feels like I've been in summer mode for quite a while. I'm getting ready for fall. And thinking about summer, my mind is drawn to how busy summertime can be. So busy. Uh, We always have the state fair that we look forward to. The Iowa State Fair is amazing. Um, Different trips. John has, um, he's already had at least one golfing trip and he has another one. Uh, We are going to go see family Um, next week. We're going to do a very quick trip to take my mom to Indiana to visit my sister's family. And then uh, we have another trip as well. And we're trying to fit in another trip. These are to see see family members that uh, we really want to see in the summer. And maybe you are as busy as we are. And it is so easy to just get caught up in the busyness and we forget what James 4, uh, 13 tells us. And it says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. And that sounds kind of harsh to our our ears, but it's needful. It is needful because if we're not careful, we just get so busy and planning and getting busy, 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 and we forget to surrender it all to the Lord's will. William Freeman Lloyd's hymn, My Times Are In Thy Hand, is perfect for midsummer. And really, any time that we're especially busy making plans for the future and uh, for the near future and not so near future, And he was born in England, 1791, and passed away in 1853. He was known primarily for his Sunday school work, but also, and his work with the Religious Tract Society, but also for a few key hymns. And this particular hymn called, My Times Are In Thy Hands, actually it's um, sometimes called Our Times Are In Thine Hand, uh, was published in Charles Spurgeon's hymnal that he compiled for his church at the Metropolitan tabernacle pulpit. And what's neat about this is I also found a Spurge, a sermon by C.H. Spurgeon titled the same thing, My Times Are in Thy Hands. And guess what hymn that they chose to sing? When he preached this sermon, he alluded to this hymn. So he was doing exactly what John Newton and many other people before him have done. And that is using a hymn to help teach a biblical principle, to teach scripture. So I'm going to go ahead and read this hymn to you. It really is a beautiful hymn. So listen to the words as I read. My times are in thy hand. My God, I wish them there. My life, my friends, my soul, I leave entirely to thy care. 
my times are in thy hand, whatever they may be, pleasing or painful, dark or bright, as best may seem to thee. My times are in thy hand, why should I doubt or fear? My Father's hand will never cause his child a needless tear. My times are in thy hand, Jesus the crucified. Those hands my cruel sins had pierced are now my guard and guide. My times are in thy hand, I'll always trust in thee. And after death at thy right hand I shall forever be. Isn't that beautiful? Perfect reminder for Psalm 3115, which tells us my, my times are in thy hand, but also uh, James 4, 13 through 15, that reminds us to make sure that we are planning fully surrendered to the Lord as the Lord wills. And on that note, I close. I hope that this has been a blessing to you and a good glimpse of what to expect in the future with this podcast renamed as A Hymn for That. Um, helping you just look through life, through everyday moments, through news events, whatever it may be, and choosing to have a biblical perspective and really using those the beautiful body of hymns that we have to help cement those truths in your mind and in your heart. Thanks for listening to Hymns Illustrated. If you were blessed by what you heard today, you can say thank you by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, or by shopping at christianbook.com using the affiliate link in the show notes. All of these gestures keep Hymns Illustrated going and growing. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep your hymnal open. Thank you.